Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Why do I make LSD? And he's like, all right. I'm only going to show you this once. I'm <laughs> <laughs> only going to show you how to do this once. You, you, you take, you take the, 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 the spherical bottomed uh, 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 flask and you have to like, you have to swirl it, okay? You don't want to bruise, you don't want to bruise the molecule, right? You want to swirl it around like uh, Bruise the like molecule? <laughs> yeah, bruise. you don't want to bruise the... Hey! We're talking about uh, you know something to have to do with uh, uh, foreign policy and how militants interact with foreign combatants. And she had been reading this book where this journalist uh, on the front lines of the longest war in American history noted that some of these uh, so-called insurgents— yeah, in Afghanistan. Okay. Yeah, I was would, like, <laughs> they would fire at the American troops, and then they would throw their rifles down because they had a rules of engagement. And this was actually the whole conversation was started because at the beginning of each of the rounds, like you have a little guy that's like in your mic, and he's like, "Do do whatever it takes to get the job done," you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah, and um, Edgy McEdge. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, well, there's all kinds of rules of engagement, and they constantly change all the time." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, sure." Uh, and so she mentioned one in particular where uh, there's like a little card in their helmet that says like you can't fire at anybody that doesn't have a weapon in their hand. Uh, and I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, and and there was like there was something that didn't sound quite right about it. I, like I don't believe any of this shit. Yeah, but please continue. <laughs> exactly. Like I was like, uh, this this sounds like American propaganda. Uh, it sounds like, like it. Like seriously. <laughs> like oh, like I mean, when you when you have like all the shit of like American troops like mowing down civilians, do you really think they wouldn't shoot at a goddamn Talibani just yeah. because he threw his rifle down? Fuck that. Mm-hmm. There's no like I don't believe that for. Ha- but anyways, please continue. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, I, I couldn't help but rant. I, I, I immediately was like, "All right, here we go. We're gonna do some. We're gonna do some serious knowledge bomb drops." And yeah, and it just didn't. It didn't work out the way that I wanted it. To. Like, hey, you know that one time when we did uh, a double tap in? Oh, what was that fucking massacre in fucking Iraq? Where like they went through and shot like a bunch of innocent people, and then they went back through and shot the first responders, and we only know about that from WikiLeaks. Yeah, oh God, is that it happened. The Haditha massacre. It might Hadith- be. I can't remember. I, there's so many fucking like my brain is just like a giant soup of just like bad things America has done, and I have a heart, and it's just like a, a, a like a word match thing. It's like, can you remember which? <laughs> oh yeah, is which thing? Because there's there's multiple ones. There's also the Nisar Square massacre in 2014. Oh, there's a list of massacres in Iraq, Page. That's wonderful. Yay! That's just great. Oh my god, I don't want to look at that right now. Uh, anyways, but um, anyways, when you have like something like that, where you have like, you know, innocent civilians being massacred, we know like the death count of like yeah. Iraqis is like over a million, right? Mm-hmm. And then many of those being like civilians and children, and shit like that. And then you have like this other thing. It's just like. American troops are so noble, they won't shoot at you if you drop your gun. It's just like, hmm, right. which one of these is true? <laughs> oh, I which can't also... shoot him. He dropped his gun. <laughs> he put his gun on the ground. And even if you take it, like, let's just take it at 100% face value true. It still frames the um, the so-called insurgents as being this these, like, 
cowardly devious. cheaters. Yeah. Yeah. Why like, would these oh, cowardly they're not even cheaters pick up their guns? Like they're that, not even going to fight us fairly. Like, and yeah. we're we're held back by bureaucracy. Like all of these people would be able to interact with these obvious insurgents. They just had a gun in their hand. They just shot at us. If we yeah. had the ability to shoot at people who weren't armed, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'd we'd be better for it. Exactly. As, as if like we're not the baddies. Yeah. Like over there in their fucking country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, exactly. It's like, well, why are they even there to begin with? So, of course, that conversation like spins off towards like, why do we have military? Why do we have police? Like, they only react to issues if there even is a correctly perceived act. You know, something to react to. Like, more often than not, there's not even that. Like, they're just there to protect interests of the wealthy, like whatever. But, I, you know, it just it blew up right in my face. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I yeah. can't help but rant sometimes. Uh, no, me neither. Like, I get triggered so easily. Like, I really got to work on that. Yeah. Well, admit it's hard. Like, I mean, in a day and age in which you feel as though you constantly have to speak truth to powerful institutions that yeah. have just been shoved down our throat. and not Exactly. Even, not even shoved down our throat. Like, I feel like as a child, I was just like, okay, tabula rasa. Yeah, you ride all over me. This is cool. Okay, yeah, military's good. Police are good. Everybody's good. America's great yeah and it's just at a certain point in your life you're like that didn't add up that never added up like i wish my social studies classes were a little bit better (laughs) that would have that would have solved so many problems growing up (laughs) yeah oh geez for Um, me my my triggering was there's like someone that i like i like a lot i care about deeply as as a friend just solidly good dude but like sometimes i feel like he just absorbs like hook line and sinker just like democrat propaganda and Mm -hmm. it was like i think at the most recent town hall with joe biden i guess he apologized like for the first time ever about like the 1994 crime bill even though Mm -hmm. he's been asked about it like five thousand times on this fucking campaign oh well okay and like it has like no, I'm not sorry about it. Yeah, no, it's great. I loved it. Like, it's amazing. And then, mm. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we got like, the, I don't know, this thing called an election. That's like a month from now. And then mm-hmm. him being impressed with that. And then and then following that up with like saying that it seems like Biden's like falling more into like Bernie Sanders type things. And I was just like, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, you can vote for him if you want to, but no, none of that's going to happen. He's not mm-hmm. going to do any of this shit. They didn't adopt any of the policies from the joint committee of stuff with like Bernie Sanders. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're Yeah, that didn't go anywhere. Over your lies. <sighs> and like obnoxious. and I could have just let it go and just let him like keep saying it but i was just like i couldn't do it like but i should have i probably should have because i don't i don't think it solves anything anyways but yeah they're they're gonna vote biden biden regardless oh yeah no 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 i don't i'm not and i'm not even wanting him not to vote biden like that's not even mm-hmm. that's not even the point the they're point trying is to feel just good about like, themselves exactly that's what i'm saying i was like you can vote for biden you just can't feel good about voting for biden you know mm-hmm. <laughs> which i don't yeah. which for me it's like is that even like healthy to do the people probably not but it's just it's, like it's kind of like yeah. somebody uh like somebody's like smoking weed, right? And maybe this person smokes weed pretty often and and they they say to you in the in the midst of the act, uh I feel as though this weed cures my cancer. You don't want to be that guy to be like actually 
that weed is not curing your cancer. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't like, sure. You could set the record state straight. Sure. It can be accurate. You can rant at them all day and throw all these medical facts at them. But is it really right. going to increase the quality of their life? Like, let them be dumb. Yeah, exactly. It's not hurting anybody to let them be dumb. And like, and voting for Biden, like, at least yeah. they're not like, I'm convinced that Trump's going to solve all the world's no. problems. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah, if yeah. they vote or not. It's not going to do anything regardless. Like, No, yeah. <laughs> I think for me, it's not as much as like, yeah, no, I, people can vote for whoever they want. I don't care if anyone votes for Biden. But for me, it, well, and I'll, okay, so I got, so I always get double triggered when people tell me if, if you're not voting for Biden, you're voting for Trump. So it's like, like, I'm just trying to make the point that. Biden isn't going to fix any of your problems. Vote for him if you want to. If you think he's like better than Trump, like go for it, whatever. Like I really don't care, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm just trying to make that point of like, and then and instead of like engaging with me on that, then like the immediate Democrat response to that is that if you're not voting for Biden, you're voting for Trump, right? We, so we can't have a conversation. Oh. So like you're you're like not allowed to have a conversation on the basis that you know. Biden's just bad, but you can vote for him if you want to, which is the conversation I want to have. Every time I try to have that conversation, what always gets thrown back at me is that if you don't vote for Biden, then it's vote for Trump. And mm-hmm. then I get even more triggered. <laughs> yeah. You can always just throw And then I got to be like, like, well, if your vote doesn't come with $20 million going to the electoral college, then your vote doesn't count yeah, at all. Exactly. So I was you. like, dude, we live in a red state. You realize that, right? Like literally your yeah. vote doesn't matter at all unless you're voting for Trump, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And then so like, but then like the conversation just keeps morphing, right? You go from wanting to have a conversation about one thing, mm-hmm. and then you just like you hop on a train to like crazy town, and then like five minutes later we're talking about a revolution. It's just like, where, how the fuck did we get here? I don't even want to be yeah. talking about a revolution right now. Where the fuck are we here? It's why like the a, fuck are it's we a moral here? argument? Like you think you have to, right? You you think that like you have to like uphold what is true and just in your society and it's like well you can argue it to death but it's not doing anything about any yeah. of these issues there's there's no praxis behind this idea like i don't know I, I, it's frivolous like it's just it's frivolous words these cheap cheap words that are discussing yeah. an issue that uh i mean it's it's like discussing the periphery of the issue mm-hmm. like you can't actually discuss who biden is or who trump is like it, it it's like uh they're figureheads for institutions that are representative yeah. of much larger sweeping moral ideologies that people then get into these rants about which are good i mean like i mean that's that's a good thing like people should be engaged in uh you know these epistemological and you know these very difficult philosophical conversations to have but i feel yeah. as though it's only useful if both people are on the same page if they both know that they're talking about the same thing yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were we were talking about different things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like my very close friend, it, I mean, she probably thought it's like, hey, you know, like this this the author of this book saw some things on the front lines and there's like some kind of relevance in uh, you know, how uh, uh military or police officers get told different things by different bodies and things constantly change, you know. Maybe that was the point. And I was looking right around that. I was just like, oh no, it's bad this no. this military industrial uh, yeah. complex. I like, found yeah, yeah. let me explain. <laughs> I found this very specific thing I have an issue with. I'm going to take that and just run with it. Just run to the fucking end field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that the conversation's one sided if you keep like you keep being reminded, like, where did I put that whiteboard again? I know that whiteboard is somewhere around here. It's like, yeah, you yeah. need to, you need to stop talking. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, let me show you something. I got something to show you here, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got all the knowledge that I'm just gonna lay on you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
I think, fair. yeah, I think for me, unfortunately, is it's just like I've I'm already like hook, line, and sinker, like fully absorbed the fact that like we're not going to solve our problems just by voting for Democrats, and I just like want to like force everyone to own up to that. And uh, not everyone's ready for it, mm-hmm. and uh, that nor should they have to hear me rant. Not that mm-hmm. like yeah, I'm not like doing anything special. Yeah, you could just have like a little um like a little business card that you hand people and be like uh, Democrats and Republicans aren't the only option or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well like <laughs> boom. Yeah, and I'm not even yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Cuz yeah. Our society could change if you're okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Something like that cuz it's just like <laughs> you know. I mean if if we fill every fucking seat in Congress and the presidency with Democrats, like I assure you this country would still suck balls. <laughs> <laughs> like we had a super majority when like Obama got voted in on a super majority because people were so fed up with the Bush years and he gave mm-hmm. us like more of the same. Like if you, if you, if you so need an example of uh, us, like, like they could have passed anything they wanted to. It was a filibuster proof Senate super majority, both fucking houses, Democrat president. They could have literally done anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we are. Could have done anything. Anything. Yeah. That's pretty sad. It's super sad. Yep. Well, can't rely on them to do it for us. Yeah, no, Um, for sure. No, and we shouldn't. mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's just like the, you know, like uh, the meme of like hard to swallow pills, right? And then you'd have like everything that I just said underneath that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. It's it's pretty said so yeah you know um, need to do like mutual aid stuff or something you know find stuff in our communities and stuff and not rely on these fucking assholes to make the world better for us i feel like a, a hard to swallow pills meme is a good segue into the story about um the homeless person on a bench oh my god dude like i've been saying this forever like you've been saying this forever Mm-hmm. I was just like, if Jesus was like a person today, like people, they would like throw him in prison or like kill him mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just deride him until he killed himself. Yeah. Well, I mean, just on the basis that he would look like a Middle Eastern man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a hobo. I mean, or yeah, he, I mean, he would he would probably not be especially clean. Uh, he definitely no. wouldn't have a whole lot of material possessions. Kind of reminds me of that conversation. And you'll that flame war conversation that I got in on Facebook with a bunch of my, my former youth pastors <laughs> but like they were, they were getting on something like dude that was being uh, evicted. It was like, Oh man, he left it in such bad, such bad circumstances. There's, oh my God. there's such a lack of stewardship here. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong uh, with you people? When I imagine you arguing with like all these youth pastors online, I imagine you like in a corner with like two handguns, like pointed out and then everyone else had, has like a gun pointed at you and you're like back up back the fuck up up. (laughs) and they're like i'll do it i'll do it there's more of us than there are of you tim you can't kill us all yeah (laughs) don't you try me (laughs) (laughs) oh man i'm just yeah i'm sitting there just being like trying to like recite scripture at them (laughs) (laughs) i'm typing as fast as i can yeah oh man the eye of a camel through a needle. 
that that was the first one and i i posted like because it's like reiterated through i think three of the books three of the gospels uh it's just like the four requoted four in different gospels. ways yeah well i i think it's um mark is the badass and then the the other two are kind of like meh and then one's just like way out there and says a bunch of other different shit uh but it it's it effectively boils down to the exact same paraphrase thing. It's like rich people suck, rich people don't go to heaven. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> or or it, at the very least, it's like it's very difficult for rich people to go to heaven. They, they don't automatically just be like get out with it all. Right. <laughs> but it, it it's still very much like anti materialism, anti wealth, and I just hear like a a bunch of these like. Uh, angry old white dudes like super conservative old school folks uh you know tippity type and like that's not actually what that verse means like, yeah. oh oh okay I'm it seems yeah i'm though i have the i have the gift of knowledge from god to interpret scripture yeah. better i'm a motherfucking prophet bitches yeah. like yeah i'm sure you, you are you like can't. what that actually means is that you have to be wealthy in the spirit of the lord uh-huh. no, that's that's the inverse you know <laughs> it's oh, like, wealthy, like how it's man. He's, being, he's being very particular uh <laughs> wow wow i didn't realize no. that that's what he meant there okay yeah, yeah, it's it's totally opposite. It's like, oh, so what does it mean to be wealthy in the spirit of the Lord? It's like, well, you see, if you're wealthy in the spirit of the Lord and you're walking around on the yard and you see a homeless person sleeping on a bench, you gotta call it shit in. Yeah, you gotta call it shit in because they might give us some kind of disease, some kind of illness. They might attack us with their raving lunacy, some kind of some kind of maniacal rage. <clears throat> attack one of the the people of our good church going establishment so to give context to what we're talking about here there is a news story from uh news 5 cleveland.com this is your classic local area news and uh, the title is bay village priest says someone called police about a homeless person but it was a statue of jesus mm-hmm. yeah nice little statue so it effectively if i'm trying to like give a visual image it looks like a standard park bench but it's sitting atop a uh, like a headstone i mean like it looks like a monument uh, so that's one more hit against the person that observed yeah this they weren't looking in. very closely seriously there's a placard right in the center of this which it is fairly small and from a distance and you don't want to get too close to those homeless people yeah exactly uh, you probably wouldn't notice it but from a distance it is a I guess it's 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 brass, you know. It's 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 a, a cast image of a person who is lying on this bench that is covered in a sheet. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they're they're homeless and they are wrapped in a blanket for warmth, yeah. sleeping on the bench. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, and uh, this is obviously, uh, you know, it was a sculpture that was created by Timothy Schmaltz, and. And it's at the St. Barnabas Episcopal Church. And and the cherry on top is that the claim here is that within 20 minutes of the statue arriving, I was having a conversation. I believe this is the priest or pastor of the church. I was having mm-hmm. a conversation with a very kind police officer because someone called a to report a homeless man sleeping on a park bench. Mm-hmm. So 20 minutes. 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Right on it, man. It's like, oh, oh, I see a homeless person. I gotta call the cops. 
Yeah, because you just can't have that in your society. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's just, just how you solve homelessness. You call the cops. That that yeah. solves homelessness. Well, they actually mentioned that. So the the Bay Village Police Department issued the following statement regarding the incident, and I'm going to shift down a little bit. I mean, just from this little this little snippet, many of our officers are certified in crisis intervention training, which quotes creates connections between law enforcement, mental health providers, hospital emergency services, and individuals with mental illness for their families. What do you think that they're insinuating through that statement? It makes it sound like we're nice. It makes it sound like they're nice and that they're going to help out these homeless people, that they're going to uh, find out what it is that is ailing them to the point that they cannot have a standard home like everyone else, and they're going to connect them with individuals who can alleviate them of their homelessness. They're going to take them to the farm where they take all the homeless people and let them run around free. Mm -hmm. They can finally be free, run around with all the other homeless people, and yeah, it'll be great. And they can just graze and fuck all day. It'll be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, a wild homeless person in their natural habitat. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't don't look at those, Jimmy. Those, those <laughs> close your eyes. It's like put it's like puts hand over his eyes and then yeah. opens up the fingers to look through it. Yeah. Uh, it is quite it's like a striking it's a striking image. Uh I don't think you see a lot of sculptures that aren't engrandized through either size or um you know perhaps some kind of vibrant color in order to direct uh attention at them. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is a very uh low to the ground minimalist but very profound yeah uh, uh monument uh that you know, really only requires the, the use of a bench. <laughs> you know, it, it's a, it's very, it's very small. Uh, what, like two and a half by six feet, something like that. Yeah. Um, and of course the, and all you have to do is... is not be deathly afraid of homeless people to walk over. And like, instead of like having like the fear response to call the police, just be like, Oh, let me make sure that person's okay. And you would immediately realize that it's mm-hmm. just a fucking bench. It's just a bench. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe if you plant, like, how far away do you think the person was? Like, do you think they were just like driving in the car? Like, it was so, like, two, like, middle aged people driving in a car, and then, like, like, oh, honey, oh my God, oh my God, look over there. Look over, there's someone sleeping. Call 911. My hands are busy on the wheel. Call 911 immediately. (laughs) 911, that person's going to ask them for money. There's someone on a bench. I repeat, <laughs> there is someone on a bench. Oh, well, set wait, 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 wait. Cal- calm down. Uh, yeah, nine one one. What's, What's your emergency? emergency? <laughs> All right, where is where is it located? We're gonna I don't we're gonna know. connect I'm them. Scared. With... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Protect us. <laughs> Help us. Um... Uh, so how far into town do you have to travel before you start seeing homeless people? Uh, not far. I mean, I I don't even live downtown and there's homeless people in around where I live. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There, there's homeless people like directly around where you live, like in residential areas. Oh, not in residential areas, but I mean, there's a, we got a Kroger down the road and there's always people in the corners down by the Kroger. Mm -hmm. And like, and and I'm probably down there. Uh, no. 
Okay. So there must be some kind of like, um, um, you know, some kind of community somewhere where a lot of them are staying in the evenings or yeah, I need have, to rest. I have no idea. I have literally no idea. Because uh, I don't think we have a shelter near in our area. Because I mean, I'm just like in suburbanville. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have literally no idea. I mean, they could just be like, uh, I don't know. For all I know, they could. I don't know. I don't know. I don't talk with them, Tim. I'm a bad person. <laughs> I don't well, know. I, I don't. I, I mean, I see some that are standing on street corners, and more often than not, the conversations always revolve around like, like, are you going to give me money? If you're not yeah. going to give me money and or foods, then I have other people to talk to. Yeah, I'm very, exactly. I'm a very busy homeless person trying to meet my needs. So yeah, exactly. They're yeah, they're industrious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, occasionally I, mean, ex- I see somebody that'll walk up to them and they'll want to like pray with them or something like that. Which I don't know. You know, maybe there's like some kind of hope that's elicited by yeah, that. I mean, but I, I think got- if I was homeless, I would find it to be pandering. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not homeless, so I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah. I, I guess at least there's a thought there. At least it's someone that wants to interact with them. I guess it's better than someone that's just like, ew, gross, icky. I'm going to call the police on yeah, you. Yeah, I, I guess, guess, you know, between the two, the prey. I guess the I closest thing. Better. Like it, when I was working as a bartender, like if somebody wouldn't leave me a tip, but they would be very, like, very thankful. Like, thank you. Thank you so much. This is the best service I ever had. And they wouldn't leave a tip. I would be like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> this is this is it's not heartfelt. <laughs> I'm like, I yeah, the the feelings are not mutual. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> so it's yeah. not a reciprocal relationship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, in those in those instances, I think I would rather like the person just like meekly run away and not even like <laughs> do like mm-hmm. the extra grandiose like thanks. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like just, just leave. Yeah, you're just not. Go away. Yeah, you're not making this better. You're, yeah, you're actually mm-hmm. making it worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Because now, because now I'm going to remember this interaction. I might have forgotten your face if you had just, you know, crawled in the corner and died and left. But now I, I remember this shitty interaction with no mm-hmm. tip. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Don't ever come back here. So this story kind of makes me think of other instances in which individuals have imitated being the the second coming of christ and they will you know pop up you know god knows where and you know just claim to be the messiah mm-hmm. right right so the problem with this narrative is that everybody knows the story already everybody assumes at least from a you know judeo-christian point of view uh, or i guess in particular uh well, do Catholics believe the same thing as Protestants in regards to the second coming of Christ, right? Yeah, for sure. That's still a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could, I mean, yeah Catholics um, still, fall, still fall under the Judeo-Christian mm-hmm. ranch. Yeah, so for the people that believe that, whenever, you know, Jesus comes back, he's supposed to, like, uh, you know, basically free the world from, from sin and strife and... Uh, you know, the, the all the rapture, and I can't remember in chronological order how it's supposed to go, but if anybody has a notion of being Christ, they could simply just be like, okay, well, I don't have any possessions now. I'm going to grow out all my facial hair, and boom, I'm the second coming of Christ now. Ah. Like, how, how are modern Christians supposed to know the difference? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I guess unless, you, unless you're, yeah, I guess you're supposed to do some cool magic tricks, and then it's like, oh, he's legit. <laughs> Okay, so if David Blaine was going to pretend yeah. to be yes. Jesus Christ, yes, <laughs> he could do it. 
little do we know he's been like just grinding this whole time trying to figure out how to get his name out but he can't figure out social media <laughs> yeah that's basically like, man, i even too. did that thing where i like held my breath for like 24 hours inside a tank of water and everybody was like how did he do it i'm like i'm jesus <laughs> oh, fucking jesus you know, like wow, uh, and and nobody picked up on that. I was like, no, I like I even visited churches. I handed out business cards. I was like, yeah. hey, this is your wake up call. I'm Jesus, yeah. and people uh, were yeah. just like, ah, no, no, you're not. You're black. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. <laughs> oh man, I I I really do like if 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 any of that ends up becoming true, I hope that uh, like Jesus is, you know, what whatever kind of ethnicity that is the 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 most uh. uh abused and oppressed oh black yeah it's just like i am black guy they're like "Mm, nope nope not my jesus not my jesus yeah not not my jesus (laughs) it's so sad because it's true that's exactly what fucking happened Mm -hmm. Uh, they just be like you don't look like the white jesus that was plastered around all over my church growing up like so sorry to disappoint but black guy Mm -hmm. yeah just yeah where's my medieval jesus where's my where's my white medieval jesus Nice. No, my European Jesus. Speaking of European Jesus, I think Elon Musk is actually the second coming of Jesus. You think so? I mean, that, that would that would probably stand a reason. I yeah. get it. And if he's not, he's he like, thinks he is. No, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. This is great. Uh, uh, what's going on with Elon Musk here? It, so... Oh, he's going to deliver I, weapons. I hate him so much. I don't think... I don't think... I, I didn't think I could hate this guy more, but it just keeps growing over time. And I really don't want to talk about him, but he just... Like, things just keep happening that I feel like are too noteworthy. Like, at this point, the fact that there's still people that, like, Elon Musk, like, blows my fucking brain. Like, I don't know what sources they're using to develop their opinion of this fucking freak so Mm -hmm. now we have titled article elon musk's earth to earth rocket design will be used to deliver weapons for the department of defense so they're basically from what i'm reading in this article making a uh, a contract with the pentagon where spacex is supposedly going to develop technology to specifically be used to uh, develop weapons around the world in under an hour. So instead of having, you know, put stuff on a plane, put things on a boat, it's like, here you go, let's use space! For war! (laughs) For war. (laughs) That doesn't sound like the end of all of society. Yeah. This this guy's just, like, reacting. And and this is just another, like, late-stage capitalism... Uh, and I, I don't want to rant, so I'm going to keep it very yeah, concise. No, yeah, I feel it. I feel it. No, I yeah, I got the ranting. <sighs> so I, uh, I could I could go. I could I could scream about this for like two hours straight. So Elon Musk is always mentioned in instances of ingenuity and technological progress. Even though he's a fucking dumbass that doesn't actually know anything, he just pays right. really smart people to do shit for him and then we just yeah. like bestow all the smartness on him. It's like that's not how it works. You have this dude who has a shit ton of money from PayPal, right? And a shit ton of money from subsidies from the government from and, his mom and dad. And from and from his mom and dad, right? <laughs> and he takes that money 
and he pays really smart people um, a small fraction of the money that he makes and he has to do really smart shit like develop rockets, and then he gets the credit. You see, money, work over here, credit. <laughs> work over here, then over here, credit. <laughs> They're separate. Well, even even then, it's... Okay, so, you know, to claim that... Uh, Elon Musk is is uh, the face of ingenuity is probably similar to saying like Trump is the face of neo-fascism. Like maybe there's a shade of truth to it, but all in all, it, he's just a figurehead. He's just yeah. a figurehead for all of these exactly. elite people who are claiming legitimacy based on the fact that they have accrued these massive uh, 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 these swaths of wealth for themselves. Yeah. And I think this is in essence why capitalism doesn't work at least upon the tenet that it produces uh ingenuitive progress exactly sure you know maybe there is some kind of technology about this that is ingenuitive or unique but it's being utilized in a capacity that's ultimately destructive exactly what's what's good about weaponry being shipped uh, you know in in less than an hour from one place to another it, it at best it's going to help the American military or <laughs> yeah I'll just I'll finish that statement <laughs> it at best it's going to help the American military um, uh, better solidify global control in a militaristic sense yeah and at worst it's going to be sold somewhere else some other person across the globe you know individuals even can just be like okay well I now have the ability to just purchase a shit ton of these rockets. I don't have to have a huge standing military with boots on the ground all over the place because I can just ship my boots on the ground in under an hour to another location. It just makes warfare that much easier. Yep. This is not the type of progress humanity needs. It's exactly. not what it's not what humanity has needed for a long time, but that's where the money's at. Exactly. There there are substantial defense contracts to be made, and that's why Boeing and Northrop Grumman and all of these yeah. other institutions that – or all these other businesses that have um, been in, in, the, uh, in the mire of defense contracting for decades uh, yep. you know, and, and, and longer <laughs> uh, have been able to accrue this type of wealth because our society still sees it as legitimate. They still see it as progress. Yep. Or in, in society being as like, like some necessary thing. It's like, oh, yeah, well, we have to do this for to protect our freedoms. Yeah. And that, that society even is oh, just man. like maybe like five dudes sitting in a boardroom thinking about who they're going to bomb next in order exactly. to get oil from them. Exactly. Or whatever. So, well, now it's lithium, which is also connected to um, yeah. fuck, Elon batteries. Musk because mm -hmm. lithium's used for green batteries. And I don't mm -hmm. know if we talked about this on the show or not, but uh, we've, I think we've talked about this on the forum when, when, we're, when there were, people were talking about the coup in Bolivia and how mm -hmm. it was basically just like the modern version of the banana wars where we went into Latin America to steal the bananas. And like now yeah. we're funding like this right-wing fascist coup in uh, Bolivia. Like it's still going on. Like they're still trying to keep the, um, the uh, left-wing government from winning the elections that are coming up. And uh, it's all because um, uh, Bolivia has huge lithium reserves, right, that they were trying to nationalize and sell to increase the quality of life of their people. And uh, in response to all of this, uh, people cr criticizing this on Twitter, Elon Musk tweeted, retweeted somebody and said, we will coup whoever we want. 
deal with it deal with it mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so and i don't think that was like a little funny haha like that's just like the mask coming off um <laughs> yeah, yeah it, and I think a lot of people still need comments like that. He's actually doing a lot for, um, for 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 left progress to kind of like peel this thin veil. That oh yeah, is on these types of illegitimate and obviously yeah. illegal tactics. That's true. Like, thanks. You know, we we appreciate that. He's just doing it in a in a very self aggrandizing, prideful manner. Right. Where some people, <laughs> should, yeah. Yeah, still, works still in works in our benefit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess he had. Let's see. Morales had just won an election for a term, and he was going to begin in uh, 2020 or this j- January of this year. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so the Bolivian military, uh, which was aided by the United States government, mm-hmm. uh, threatened him, and he went into exile in Mexico. Exactly. And the, and and the New York Times and the Atlantic and all these shitty American news sources instead of defending Evo Morales Evo Morales and calling it a coup, they refused to recognize it as a coup and try to make all of these claims that he was some strongman dictator kind of person and that this was and that and they heightened the right-wing extremist, you know, the Bolivia's equivalent of like Proud Boys or whatever people in the streets doing things such as taking uh, support uh, mayor supporters of Evo Morales and uh, throw, dousing them in red paint and beating them. I think there was even some other um, either politicians that were affiliated with Evo Morales or um, uh, supporters, whatever, that were murdered. Mm-hmm. Instead of calling all of that out and supporting Evo Morales, they derided Evo Morales and made these violent. Uh, uh, things that were happening in the streets out to be just popular support for the removal of evil morales. American fucking news is always going to get it wrong. They're always going to support coups. They're always going to support uh, imperialism and destruction abroad. And what? And instead, and I think like it was, it's the classic like switch and bait. So they they first they come off supporting the fascist. And then six months later, they'll they'll admit, be like, oh, yeah, that was actually a coup. That's what they always do. They support it until what happens. And then after the fact, they they come and say that actually that was bad. But then, you Mm -hmm. know, the next time it's going to happen, they're going to support it again. And they're like, oh, yeah, that was bad. But, hey, we have the lithium now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Aren't you guys happy that we have lithium? Like, this is all green and shit. You guys like green stuff. Mm -hmm. Come on. And then look how intellectually honest we are by supporting coups every five seconds. And then actually saying it's bad after the fact and it doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. not to. And yeah. There were some apologetics in terms of this, the development of this rocket. And even though a lot right. of us know. We're going to go to, we're going to go to Mars. Come on, guys. Don't you support this rocket? Yeah. We're going to do cool space stuff. Ha ha, bitches. You stupid idiots. You thought we were going to go to Mars. We're going to yeah. go kill people, you dumbasses. Yeah, we're we're not even close, um, and I, I think that that uh, the American exceptionalism, the the um, the ingenuity that is proposed by uh, these demagogues like Musk is wearing off for the majority of the public who yeah. see something like this pandemic happening before their eyes, and noting that not only in you know. A, close to an economic collapse was oh, yeah, was super. on on the verge not too long ago and it's, it's still, still yeah, you know very very still much on the cards yeah you know teeter-tottering um but that this pandemic is 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 still taking lives that 
our our exceptionalism and our ingenuity and all our scientific progress was not able to come up with or anticipate an illness like this to the degree that it would be snuffed out immediately. But you know what Instead, we can't do? We, we went over <laughs> it's it's going on like a year now. Like yeah. this is absolutely ridiculous. So why why in the world would we believe something like a Mars colonizing rocket or the, yeah. or that this this particular earth to earth uh it's effectively a missile uh can yeah. deliver people from New York to Shanghai in 40 minutes. And it and it all makes okay. well, Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. The only thing I'll say is like the reason why it could do that is just because um it has that uh that evil within it of uh being used by the military. So, you know, no matter how much of a fail invention it is, even if it's not very likely, they're going to keep throwing money at it. So I don't know. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And it also just, it almost makes too much sense too. It's just like uh, uh, fucking the only, one of the few things keeping Tesla and SpaceX and all these other things that Musk does afloat is they get tons. Like, I can't remember if it's millions or billions. It's one or the other, the huge numbers, huge numbers <laughs> of uh, subsidies from the government like to keep his businesses afloat. So it's just like, ah, okay, I gotcha. So you get all this money from the government and now you get to develop more stuff for the government. Gotcha. <laughs> this is why um, they keep you around. <laughs> I'm seeing a, a couple of articles from a quick Google search that $4.9 billion in government subsidies nice. go to go to Musk. Uh, well, SpaceX, Tesla Motors, so on and so forth. Yeah. Solar, Solar City. Yeah. Um, which... Like- yeah, these are these are ranked very high in the um in the list of top recipients for government subsidies. So it, it's such trash. They're very much in bed with each other. Yeah. It's it's just such trash. It's like mm-hmm. hey, this guy that's supposed to be a self made man, he's actually just a leech on the system <laughs> and mm-hmm. gets to call himself like a wow, I'm super smart. I'm just so intelligent, I'm just seeing outside the lines and uh I I need to double check this is true, but I think it might be is because it sounds it sounds like I don't know what's real and fake anymore on the Internet. (laughs) But I saw something recently saying that Elon Musk was going to sell his newest line of cars like an SUV or something like that for sixty nine thousand for sixty nine thousand four hundred and twenty dollars specifically to have it be sixty nine four twenty. Like it wow. sounds like it's fake, but at the same time, I'm like, this douchebag might actually do it. I don't even know anymore. Like, like, yeah. Wait, before before you look it up, Tim, what do you think, real or fake? I'm thinking fake. I'm gonna say real. I re- oh, I hope it's fake. Okay, fifty oh fifty. I gotta look this up. All right. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> I gotta look it up. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta take advantage of the memes you know if that's where your culture is oh, going gotta, gotta allow you can ads. sell vehicles I gotta allow ads one second pause on this site okay refresh tesla model s goes through second price cut starting at 69 420 oh my god it was 71 990 and then they cut it by three thousand dollars to make it 60 what he announced because the they last price cut on Wednesday on Twitter. What the fuck? Like, uh, like is those those three thousand dollars that they cut off? They make back immensely in marketing and the ability to sell more vehicles because of this dumb little ploy. Like, what the fuck? Like, 
like how stupid like what kind of idiocracy this is like this is like full-blown idiocracy like to, yeah. to become to a point where you've got this egotistical narcissistic maniac that's he's seen as a super genius because he pays really smart people to make things for him and uh he's going around supporting coups effectively for his companies abroad also we can sell rich people in the United States cars that cost $69,420. Like what the fuck stupid hellscape do we live in? I don't know, man. The I don't want to live on this so planet weak. anymore. What's that? Either. The simulation's so weak. It's so weak. Like it doesn't even make sense. Like it sounds like something like you would do in like a video game or something. Like it doesn't even feel real. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. I wouldn't even if I saw it in a video game. I'd be like, "This is really poor writing. Cheap writing. <laughs> yeah, like this is just yeah. stupid. Like really, they didn't even put any the, thought into this." The, <laughs> the only thing that I would think about doing in a video game comes from our next story. So this one here says, "Archbishop of New Orleans ordered a church altar to be burned after a pastor was caught in a demonic sexual act." Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> this this dude was having a threesome with two dominatrixes on the church altar of this Catholic church. It's mm. Wait, say that again. Say say that one more time. So there's two dominatrices. I think that's how it's pronounced. Right, and you've got yeah. you've got and you've got this pastor <laughs> from this church, and they were have, engaging in a threesome on the church altar. Hmm. I mean, that is the place to do it. Like, yeah. you might as well just roll the red carpet out. Yeah, you. I mean, just go all the way. I, I like. I actually kind of feel bad for the guy that was having sex because you're never going to blow your load as hard as having sex with two <laughs> dominatrices on an altar ever again. Like, that's like, mm -hmm. that's just, that's the top. Like, you're, you're never going to like. He's probably just going to have a flaccid dick for the rest of his life. Of just like, I just can't get off anymore. Like the only thing that like <laughs> it's all downhill from here going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's the uh, that's the curse, man. That's that's what happens. How, when how you, does it when feel you do to something? Peak? <laughs> yeah, you 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 were at the top. That's that's yeah. it. That's as high as you can go. <laughs> you you can hit go. that ceiling, and you're going to be chasing it for the rest of your life. Bud. Yeah, I'm chasing it, chasing. <laughs> But none he just of like these, run around yeah. like scratching his arm like, hey, can I use your altar? <laughs> yeah, I use your altar? No, go away. <laughs> no, you were that guy. Yeah. What the fuck? How could you? Oh, my gosh. Those poor dominatrices that you tricked into having a threesome with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably money involved. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess oh, you yeah. could say that's tricked, but I don't know. Uh, How old was this guy? Oh, and not only that, he was filming he was filming himself, so I he guess he could relive himself. it for the rest of his life. So that's an extra layer. So somewhere out there, you could watch this. Not that I would really want to, but hmm. Well, I mean, there's a there, there's a certain like uh, I don't know if it's if it's real, right? Like it kind of like bumps up the the intrigue. I don't know, something like that. Oh I, yeah, I as opposed to it being like some role played whatever thing. It's like no, nah, this fucking happened. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> well you don't like everybody just like speaking in a monotone like why yes the pipe you need to fix is over here yeah and then like, okay i'll go fix the pipe <laughs> like are you guys like reading off of a teleprompter <laughs> so uh, this statement here archbishop gregory amen said on friday that he w 
has ordered the altar to be removed and burned and that the pastor Travis Clark will never again serve in Catholic ministry. So the only thing that I think is fucked up about this story, the only thing that, that grinds my gears is how many of these pedophilic motherfuckers get to just go to a different goddamn fucking Catholic church and molest a bunch of other kids. And this dude who just engaged in normal sex with two consenting adults gets kicked out of the church. That seems unfair. Yeah, that definitely does. It's um, like, this is where you bring down the hammer? This is where you bring well, down they, the hammer? They weren't in wedlock, Jimmy. <laughs> this is where you bring down the hammer? I think so. I, I, I think you, you probably ought to. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not saying he, yeah, I guess. I'm, you got you to gotta set an example I'm, for the rest of the congregation. Like, right. you know, if we had everybody just line up and just run a train on the altar, <laughs> you know, yeah. that thing ain't lasting. You know, that that's oh, that's going to be one shitty yeah. altar at the end. <laughs> it's like a whole new way to do communion. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Wham! Got him! <laughs> there went all our our highly religious listeners we've been carrying for so long oh we have been yeah i mean we've so, been doing a really good job we so we catered many. to the interests of so many uh different groups and i just I, I i don't know if we can hang on to them any longer you know if you leave over that i i just have to ask you one question like why the hell are you still here <laughs> yeah like especially our earlier episodes like we we just like we were railing on like religious values for a long time that's true that's true <laughs> until we were like oh yeah actually it's capitalism that's causing a lot of these problems instead of these religious values yeah absolutely i mean they're intertwined but that's a rant for a different day yeah, yeah. Phil. Phil. this this is this is a sufficient uh amount of uh you know shitting on religion <laughs> yeah all right next story uh <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, uh we got, got we got the one about bolsonaro that one's pretty good okay uh so yeah uh effectively this guy what was his relationship with bolsonaro so it says that he was an ally uh, uh let's see chico deputy Rodriguez. leader in the senate deputy so, leader in the senate okay got, so, so i guess he's part of his party uh, yeah i'm assuming he's part of his party and mm-hmm. whatever the fuck a deputy leader is i don't know if that's I don't know. The deputy leader. I so no not the leader, means. but the deputy. Yeah. Or is it the president's deputy deputy leader in the Senate? I don't know. I don't know how. I barely understand how my own government works. I don't know how their government works. <laughs> yeah. So I have a feeling that e- even if there is... Uh, like a hint of like like Truth. a hint of a stab at Bolsonaro, like oh. oh, he was one of his allies, therefore Bolsonaro is complicit in this terrible thing. Yeah, I was like, well, um, I don't know. I, he, he's he's kind of portrayed himself as this like guy who's going to drain the swamp. This is like a but, rhetoric that's yeah. been kind exactly. of circumnavigating. And he's so, surrounded by corrupt motherfuckers. So like, like I, yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know enough about. Chico Rodriguez, a guy who's claimed in the corruption we're going to be talking about, but mm-hmm. I uh, like it wouldn't surprise me. Like you know, and I know you should like when things uh, conform to your preconceived thoughts, you should probably investigate them even more thoroughly because you're just you're just confirmation bias. But my confirmation bias is telling me that this guy's probably sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say so. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find out more about this Chico Rodriguez character. Okay. 
seems to just be like popping up all over the place. Ooh, yeah, that's, oh, that's not good. Oh, no. Okay, so we know that the funds came from COVID-19 response. Yeah, and we know, that, and uh, we also know that Brazil has had a horrible response to COVID-19. And we also mm -hmm. know that Jair Bolsonaro is like your classic neo-fascist sack of shit. Burn mm -hmm. down the rainforest. Fuck the poors. Mm -hmm. um, locked up uh, Lula da Silva, which is kind of a basically a similar character to uh, Evo Morales from Bolivia, basically like a, a democratic socialist uh, reformer mm -hmm. that got voted in, did a lot to improve the quality of life of the people in um, Brazil. And then uh, what happened is that in the lead up to uh, an election, as you do in South America, uh, there mm -hmm. was a really high up um, judge, like I don't know if it, like maybe even like the level of like Supreme Court or something like that or, uh, or attorney or some, someone like high up in the apparatus of like um, legal law enforcement. And there's a thing called Operation Car Wash, where basically uh, they claim Lula da Silva did a bunch of uh, illegal shit. And they locked him up in jail so he couldn't run in the general election. And that's the only reason why Jair Bolsonaro won in the first place. Yeah, and it's and it's one of those things where Jair Bolsonaro's like, drain the swamp, corruption's bad. All the people that were a part of Lula da Silva's party was bad. And apparently, there's even a, a documentary on Netflix that talks about how the populist was manipulated into believing that even though like everyone's quality of life was going up, um, that somehow the 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 Lula da Silva uh, government was actually corrupt, and that Jair Bolsonaro was going to come in and fix it. But basically, you have the exact inverse of uh, everyone's quality of life going down the tubes and uh, Gerald Bolsonaro being surrounded by crooks. Mm. Yeah, that's not a good look. Mm -hmm. uh, although, admittedly, a better look than walking around with, you know, what, what 30,000 riyas, you know, stuck in your underpants. Yeah, that's a lot of wads. Do you want to explain that's what happened? Uh, well... I don't actually know where he found this money, and and in his butt. The, I know they found the money in his butt, but like, where did he get the money to put into his butt? He probably, I don't know, stole it out of a drawer or something. I don't know how this shit happens. And I, don't know, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how money money laundering works. I, I <laughs> money laundering. Oh man, so much potential, so much low hanging fruit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so. Apparently the the police there's a there's a video where's the video <laughs> I need to see this oh my gosh you don't know if it's good this. and um and actually people that are interested uh there's a doc the documentary that I haven't watched yet that I've heard is good and it goes into how the populace was basically manipulated um through the media uh, it's a documentary called The Edge of Democracy it's two hours long. I hear it's good. I haven't watched it myself. It could suck ass, but I hear it's good from people that I trust. So um, hopefully it's good. If you want to find out more about how Jair Bolsonaro won and Ludo Silva got locked up in jail, um, I would watch that. Man, I can't find this freaking video. You just right. want to like, the only way I'd want to watch the video, if you had like a bunch of cops just like pinning him like over a desk, and then there's like one with like one of those uh, birthing cow gloves, you know, like the gloves that like go yeah. up to your shoulder, and this like <laughs> reaches down the backside of uh, of this dude and just like pulls out a lot of bills. 
<laughs> he just like keeps throwing him behind him, like, yeah, keep coming. <laughs> He's just like, whoa, whoa. Like flailing his arms and legs. It's never ending. Or they're all like tied to each other. It's like a rope. <laughs> oh my god, magician's rope. Like, 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 oh, oh, oh yeah, or it's like the hands are tied. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, that's hilarious. I wish. Um, let me see here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so from the claims here, we have from the news uh, to give you a sense of just how preposterous the situation was. Some of the recovered notes were stained with feces. Reported Revista. Oh. Crusoe, the conservative magazine that broke the story. Um, it was a scene of considerable embarrassment, Crusoe said, of the moment police made their discovery while scouring the senator's home in Roraima's capital, Boa Vista. Roraima's capital. And apparently uh, the Brazilian Twitterverse is uh, running with it, and they're referring to it as hashtag propina na bunda, which translates to a bribe up the bum. <laughs> 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 and uh, this is probably the best writing of a news article I've read recently. Many suggested that the fine would be remembered in the annals or annals of history. <laughs> so uh, yeah so much good it's so uh, good and guess what real high quality stuff. hashtag tw- 420 this guy's 69 years old blur, blur, blur. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's great yeah it's just some old dude stuffing thirty thousand reyes into his underwear yeah like i'm uh. it's just like he's like there's banging on the door it's just like bump 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 Open the door. This is the police. And he's just like, oh, God, what am I going to do with all this money? Oh, no. And he's just like trying to like shove it up his butt. Yeah. <laughs> They'll never look there. They'll never <laughs> look there. It's like, dude, they're going to look everywhere. And that's just going to make it a lot more awkward. Just put it in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. They'll never search me. I'm the, the deputy leader in the right. Senate. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like I'm almost surprised that he got caught like honestly i think that for me like the surprising most surprising thing of the entire story um oh okay and there's actually one other good part let me see here um like okay so here's a quote from bolsonaro here we go this is good this is good not trying to oversell it but it's good i don't believe there's any corruption in my government bolsonaro said on wednesday threatening to deliver a flying kick to the neck of any swindling politician (laughs) what (laughs) i'd love to see it that is such yeah i mean he's he's got a dumpy like trump bod so it's never gonna fucking happen but like just like to me that sounds like some duterte level shit right of like yeah i will flying kick you in the fucking neck i will choke i will i will throat chop the next motherfucker yeah that's that's great man i don't believe there's any corruption in my government that guy's full of himself. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go figure. And all for what is equivalently like $5,800? Yeah. five. Th- yeah. But not even 6000 bucks. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, that's, that's, that's like not very much to go down for. Just no. saying. No. Like, I, I would expect way more. Oh, yeah. If, you, if you're being smart about this, you don't take the physical money. Yeah. <laughs> you, know I mean? you fucking. Exactly. You like put it in some <laughs> offshore bank account or like some shit. Yeah. It's playing around with the numbers. And then you walk around with your fancy piece of plastic and you could do whatever you want or, I don't know, buy a military. What, whatever you're yeah. whatever you're aiming to do. Send I'm, some I'm rockets exactly sure to another country. 
Yeah, send some rockets. You know, you want to you want to fly all the the missile the weapon rockets to your country in under an hour. You you pay you got to pay more than five hundred five thousand eight hundred dollars. Just yeah. saying, it cost you way more than thirty thousand rias. So dumb. Oh man, yeah, it's like, it's absolutely like the, ridiculous. Some three, three Stooges level shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just uh, one step farther into this super weak simulation of a reality we're all living in right now. Speaking of uh, Three Stooges, uh, next story. USPS special agents raided home of QAnon-aligned mail carrier who allegedly hoarded and threw out several bags of undelivered mail. Did you know the USPS had special agents? I, I mean, I would assume that there was a general hierarchy, but I didn't know that they had, like, you know, sp- special people to run around making sure all the mail was accounted for. I mean, where I, is I the junk they're, mail? They're blowing it out of proportion. Probably. Where is it? I mean, they, they, yeah, they probably have like a lot lamer uh, titles than you know, special agent. Of there, the there's, USPS. there's like a like a guy in a mail carrier uniform, like short blue shorts, like blue button up shirt, and then like the safari hat, but he's just got mm-hmm. like a gun on his hip. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the, I'm the USPS special agent. Yeah. Officer Johnson reporting for duty. There's some mail missing out there. We're yeah. gonna find it. What the f- like? Like when they come to like search and seize your house, like they just like put your put their gun through like the mail slot and like point it around. Who was in yeah. there? Who was <laughs> in there? We heard that no knock warrants were still totally out of the question, so we're just gonna use this mail slot. We're just gonna use the mail slot. Hey, that I'll, counts. I'll That's shoot your ankles. Hole. I swear to God, I will. Yeah. <laughs> dance motherfucker <laughs> uh so uh, apparently um so where was this located where where was this going uh, down blah, 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 blah. just uh pennsylvania baldwin pennsylvania uh so the guy is sean troishk 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 hardest that's and, a horrible name and they so the majority of the article seems to be drawing a relationship between the undelivered mail, which Whoa. was ultimately just yeah. set out on his curb for pickup. So yeah, and, so I have two theories. Okay, and, and then of course, you know the the relationship between QAnon and you know references to satanic pedophiles and all that jazz. Well, so. What, the the way so I I think there's a way it's presented and then I have my theory of what's actually happening right so the way okay. it's presented is they're trying to present it as if especially with like all the mail in ballots and all the fuckery people are pre expecting for this election I think they're trying to present it in a way of that this QAnon aligned mail carrier is just got thousands of trash bags filled with mail in ballots and he's trying to fuck up the election right yeah um mm-hmm. that's what it, that's how it's being presented but when you actually read it and uh, you read uh, the information we get from the USPS special agents. They s- state that there's no evidence that any ballots have been uh, destroyed. And I think this guy was just a lazy sack of shit. I think this guy was just a lazy sack of shit because when they say and they look at the mail, like there's like some first class mail, there's some, you know, normal mail, there's some junk mail, like there's just like regular mail in it. I think this dude was just a lazy sack of shit. That was just driving home with people's mail and then like throwing it in a bunch of trash bags. And it was just like, if I throw it away, I don't have to deliver it. So what? Who the fuck cares? Yep. Uh, yeah. And, and maybe <laughs> there's more of a relationship between being in an idiot, lazy 
piece of sack of shit and, and a QAnon conspiracy a QAnon theorist. supporter. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, like maybe like because you would because here's the thing is that if he was specifically just trying to fuck up the election right but wanted to keep his job, he would he would have delivered all this fucking first class mail he had, right? And he would have just fucked with the ballots. Like mm-hmm. you you would want to be inconspicuous, right? Like if it was like your master plan of like, okay, I believe that these areas are Democrat, you know, supporters that are part of the cabal of uh universal pedophiles. Um, so I'm going to specifically target these neighborhoods. I'm going to get rid of their mail. Maybe not all of it. I don't want to be too conspicuous. Maybe I'll just get rid of like 50% of the, of the, the ballots or whatever, but I'm still going to make sure all the other mail gets mail gets, gets delivered. Cause otherwise it's going to look sketchy as shit. If I have eight bags filled with fucking mail missing, you know, like something, you know what I mean? Like someone's going to fucking notice. Eventually someone's going to be like, um, I ordered a package and it never got delivered. What the fuck? And then like, if that happens like enough times of people reporting it, like I'm sure like they keep a spreadsheet of like, like if I had some mail that got, you didn't get delivered, I could call, I could leave a complaint. And if it turns out that you have like 20, no, like 200 complaints for one mail carrier, it's going to be like, huh? Just Wait a second. Those are yeah. all for uh, whatever the f- Sean Troche's route. I guess mm-hmm. we should go do a knocky knock knock on 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 Sean Troche's door. You know what I mean? You have like a special agents meeting. They're all sitting there in their boardroom. Like, all right, guys, we got to figure out where all this mail is going. They're like, oh well, actually, it seems like it's all going to Sean Troche's house. And I was like, well, are you sure? I mean. Hold on just a second. He does like a little tippity typing on the computer. He brings up his Facebook page and he's like, hmm, QAnon. Huh. Far right. Hmm. Satanic pedophiles. Pizzagate. What? <laughs> it's got to be him. And then they go yeah. over to his house and of course they bust him. Yeah. I'm sure that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure that uh, these special agents do a fantastic job and I'm sure they find all of the mail. But seriously, I mean, like, we have some modern technology available to us that allows us to figure out who's being lazy on their mail routes. It, it, uh, I don't know. Have you ever been to Law and Crime, a Dan Abrams production before? <laughs> Wait, what? No. <laughs> this is this is the website that it's on. Oh. Mm-hmm. I get Okay. I have today. I've, I've there, I've, I have today. <laughs> Um, yeah, that seems kind of yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, I'm I'm not exactly sure either. I want to say it is it is it just a single guy? No, it's 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 multiple people. Okay, it's multiple people involved here. I have no idea. I have no uh, idea. I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, could like the thing is is that like, you know, correlation without causation, right? You know, like could could mm-hmm. could he? uh want to fuck up the election for trump yeah sure possibly is that necessarily a thousand percent what's happening here uh not necessarily um yeah and and if and if he was like he did it in like the stupidest way possible like yeah (laughs) um but as everybody's doing their part little by little will prevent all the people in my general area from casting their mail-in ballots yeah even though i didn't uh, do any of that well yeah and uh, well, and the, the one thing I think is funny is uh, I've been getting targeted with Trump ads on YouTube, and they're explicitly saying, "Vote in person," like that's what it's telling me to do. They're like, "Go and vote in person." 
which like reinforces the whole theory that they're going to try to say that the mail-in ballots are uh, invalid. Instead of counting all the ballots first and then coming back and telling you what the results of the election are, there's an entire economy around like, oh, this is how the race is panning out. So what they're foreseeing what's going to happen is that on the first night at 1 a.m. or whatever, when they collect all the in-person ballots and they got them all added up and they it's only like, you know, 30% of the vote or whatever, right? That's all they've got collected. But they still show you those stupid fucking projections. Mm-hmm. On that first night, it's going to be like, oh, hey, uh, Trump won in the landslide. That the people that voted in person are going to be the people that um, are predominantly Trump supporters, right? Just like based on the demographics of the kind of people that vote in person mm-hmm. and also being primed to go and do such. So you could have like, it looked like a total landslide Trump victory. And then mm-hmm. over time, as those the other 70% of the fucking votes come in, trickling in over time, it's going to be like, oh, well, actually, Biden won. Actually, Biden won. Yeah, so the reaction to that could be disastrous. Yeah, exactly. And that and that's where I see I I could see a lot of like you know, political violence from like assholes like proud boys and stuff like that. And I think uh, it, you're probably going to see it exclusively from those institutions. That way uh the establishment has a uh, plausible deniability in yeah. the repression of individuals that are trying to get, you know, whatever meaningless vote they have counted. Mhm. So, you know, you have the Proud Boys and, I mean, there are, um, you know, many other institutions which I guess would seemingly, hopefully, uh, uh, you know, be aligned with, like, anti-authoritarian movements. But whatever, that doesn't necessarily matter. If they're pro-Trump, that's really really what matters in in, in this this particular allegory. Um, then, then they're simply going to oppress whoever they of you as as the other, and I don't think that's I don't think that that would necessarily lead to a civil war per se, but it, it would be an, another chink in the armor yeah. of the well, American and establishment I, and like and the its thing legitimacy. Is, and the thing is too, I think it's like God, because I don't think it would lead to a civil war personally. You know, like you know, mm-hmm. quote me now, we'll see you later, whatever. But like. I think it'll be more, if anything, just to seed seeds of doubt in the minds of Republicans and just uh, make them hate Democrats that much more. Right. If you Mm -hmm. just if you spend the entire time like Democrats are cheating, Democrats are cheating, Democrats are cheating, Democrats are cheating. And then you and you're you're someone that doesn't understand, you know, that 30 percent of the vote isn't 100 percent of the vote. And you can have 50 percent of the vote, (laughs) 50, 30 percent of 50 percent of the vote. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then you just have it like reinforced of like those damn cheating Democrats. Right. Just like to make you that much more partisan and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like I feel like that all from a fucking strategic standpoint, like. Why wouldn't you do that? Take advantage of a bunch of dopey folks that want to believe something. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Yeah, you could. I could be wrong, you know. And there's also like stuff out there, like claiming that in like the court in um, like the New York District Court, whatever, that there's like a bunch of charges against Trump for um, tax type stuff and other shady business type stuff that he hasn't been able to be held accountable for uh, due to being like the president or whatever because of mm-hmm. whatever stupid laws. So I mean, I guess some people would say that like, oh, he's so desperate not to 
be held accountable for these crimes that every rich person gets out of and never gets held accountable for that he's willing to become Mussolini to uh, not go to jail because that's that's what's going to happen. Rich people always go to jail, so I don't know about that, but some people <clears throat> say things like that. People that aren't um, me say things like that. I think it, I think you might be referring to um, Nixon versus Fitzgerald. So the uh, Supreme Court uh, case that dealt with immunity from a suit of government officials performing discretionary functions when their actions did not uh, violate clearly established law. Maybe. Or are you talking? Are you talking about like some other type of immunity that the presidential seat has from? I, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure the president just has like immunity from not like having to deal with that kind of shit while they're the president. It's like, oh, they're too busy doing president shit. They got to, like, stop being president before you. I I don't even know. I don't Mm -hmm. even know, man. Oh, yeah, the court even claimed that that a grant of absolute immunity to the president wouldn't leave the president with unfettered power. Which, I mean, it seems like they kind of... Kind of would. I mean, like, they're restricted in terms of, like, what they can do proactively, but yeah. if they can defend themselves against anything. Yeah. So I mean, at least know. until they're they're out of office. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> pretty oh, cool. Geez. Yeah, pretty cool indeed. So, uh, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> is that... We done here? <laughs> I guess so. I guess we're yeah. I guess we're done here. It wasn't super snappy. Sorry, man. It's okay. Um. Yeah, I don't have I don't have any more stories or anything, and I don't want to rant at our viewers anymore. So thanks for listening, folks. All right. We, we really appreciate you guys. <laughs> On that note, if you would like to get in contact with us, you can do so by emailing us at syndicatepowerman at gmail dot com. We'd love to hear from you there. You can also like us at Facebook at syndicatepowerman. Send us a message. Or you can tweet at us on the Twitter at Cynic and Power Me One. We'd love to hear from you. It would mean a lot to us. And if you're listening to us through any of the listening apps out there, please like and review the show. It means a lot to us and helps other people find us. Yeah. And if you can't find us, then we'll just shoot a rocket to your house and it'll be there in a little while. So Yeah. Don't don't worry about it. It'll 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 be there lickety split super quick. The only unfortunate part is the rocket is filled with uh junk mail that uh Sean Trosh was collecting to uh mm-hmm. i don't help, know it, it'll help you find us like a jesus-shaped homeless person yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna help help we're gonna find you like um um like oh my god help you find you like like stowed away uh funds in a politician's <laughs> ass <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That was the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> 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 <laughs>